welcome to Count Creepy Head Saturday Morning Monster Mash. Blah! <laughs> Welcome, everybody, to episode 78 of Count Creepyhead Saturday Morning Monster Mash. We're back. Bleh! 78 years of crapping dust. Bleh. 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 How is everybody doing? Pretty good. Doing okay. Doing okay. Josh, let's get right into it. How the hell was assembly required? You know, <clears throat> I got to be honest, uh, I, I'll i give a little little tiny preamble of, you know, I've I've had a little bit of a of a hard time jumping back into Pikmin's. It's been no no uh, no secret that it was just uh, I don't know why I just couldn't get into it. And Matt Casal, who is the gentleman that founded assembly required and put puts together the con every year has put together something so fucking special that I'm, I'm genuinely excited to be creating again. Uh, there's just such a vibe of, uh, openness. Like he, I, I did not realize that the reason it's called assembly required is the emphasis on everyone assembling because there's no, it's not a typical con in any sense. Like there's no booth dividers or anything like that. Like all of the tables are connected. So, you know, you can look to your left and right and immediately talk to the people on either side of you. And that's what it's all about. That's awesome. Like there were, there were so many points through the weekend where like, People would be, my, myself included, obviously, but people would be, like, yelling across, because it's a small venue, but uh, people would be yelling across the venue to each other and be like, hey, come check this out! <laughs> uh, I, myself, personally, at several points, did the uh, um, Donald Sutherland invasion of the body snatchers, like, across the con to several of other toy makers. Like Any time I caught someone's eye, I would just point and do the slow tilt back of my head. But no, it was it was really cool. There's um, there is one particular toy maker I'm going to I'm going to call out right now. Because I won't lie going into it, I was looking at his work and incredibly jealous. Because he's relatively new to the scene um, and his stuff is phenomenal mostly hand sculpted and glyos compatible oh uh and my god this kid has talent uh he is just like the absolute success story of assembly required as a convention he went a few years ago 
knowing nothing about the toy like independent toy scene. And he was so inspired that he started creating. And the next year, he was at assembly required with a booth. That's awesome. So this, and, and you know, I say kid in like the, the most affectionate way possible. Like this, this kid in the scene discovered it because of Matt's event saw what an open scene it was because it wasn't always like this. Uh, and this is a discussion that I had many times over the weekend with many different people. And that when I started in this scene, it was very, it was very guarded and a lot of people were gatekeeping it. And it was very difficult to get information on how people were doing certain things. Mm-hmm. I'm not going to name names, but there were a lot of instances where I would ask how somebody did something and they either wouldn't respond or they would point blank be like, no, nah, man, trade secret. That's bullshit. And yeah. it's a completely different scene now. And assembly required is proof of that. Uh, I, I definitely. I walked away inspired uh, and with a bunch of people that uh, Matt at one point described it as. It's like having a family reunion with family you didn't know you had. Well, and that okay, is Josh, absolutely what it feels like. You're burying the lead. Who's this kid? What did he make? Who's um, your daddy? I'm, what does he do? I'm I'm so <laughs> sorry. Yeah, no, I got I got so excited about like what a good job he did. This guy's name is Carolina Cool Cat. That's his handle. Uh his really like breakout signature piece is done to look like an like an old time diver and he's called Anchor Fist. Okay. Three and three fourth inch has a giant anchor for his uh I think it's left arm. Yeah. And it's cool as fuck. Uh also does a really cool Sasquatch figure. Uh I got his plague doctor. God damn. And this like this this guy is just doing doing some amazing work and he is such a cool yeah. approachable dude when he has and i like i even th- said this to him at one point like he has every right to be cocky about what he's doing because it feels like one of the best handmade pieces that I've, I've felt in a long time. So I have two questions here. You would, you'd be able to answer this, Josh, because of, you know, you know, the process. Generally speaking, when you make something with Glios, you've got to send it off to be manufactured. That, is that, you know, that's that the case was my he understanding. Like, did he sculpt it and then he's got a factory somewhere or he's doing this all solo? No, he is, he's doing it all solo. Shit. And, I wish you could feel the quality of the figure because uh, uh, on one hand, yes, you can, you can tell it is handmade to a degree uh, just because there are, there are little, little signs. Uh, things like Mike pointed out the sword that he comes with is from uh, uh, snake eyes version two. Uh, three or version three. Thank you. No, well, no problem. <laughs> uh, I'm looking at I'm, his stuff now and and I'm pretty positive this cape comes from something I just can't place what. 
so, so I'm looking at his Bigfoot and I'm looking at Anchor Fist on his <laughs> website. And I want them now. But there's nothing available. <laughs> yeah, I, I kind of had the same reaction when uh, Josh sent me the Plague Doctor stuff. I, I ended up going and checking out his site and I was like, oh, my God, I, I want these figures. They're awesome. And this this guy was absolutely kind enough. Like I sent him a message after the con. I was like and, and had to rave to him about the quality of his work. Uh, and right away, he was just like, thanks, man. I use nothing but smooth on smooth cast 60D. So, and you also got, uh, this is not the Plague Doctor I'm looking at. I have one of these guys. Um, uh, yep, I got a, uh, I got one of uh, Manor Monster Studios' Warlords of War. Yes, the uh, monsters. I got specifically Bognar. Oh. Uh, I've known. What's the I've picture you for, just sent, though? Um, oh, yeah, no, those those I'll get to in a second, because that's okay. a fun follow-up, but. Uh, I got Bognar from uh, Manor Monster Studios, Brandon. I uh, yep. can't think of his last name, but he was there with uh, Brad Raider, a.k.a. Battle Babies. And I haven't love seen love those guys. Babies. I haven't seen those guys in like eight years. So that was really exciting. Um, it was also really exciting to have a booth visit from uh, artists who were not exhibiting at the at the convention, but did come as patrons uh, in the form of Jellico. Nice. Jellico. Uh, look them up online. They, they've a uh, husband and wife artist team. Amazing, amazing artwork. Uh, they're, they're another duo that like, I haven't seen them in a good eight years. So I was really excited to see them walking through the con. Also saw Klim Kazenovich from Big Shot Toy Works. Nice. Klim uh, is just the coolest guy he could possibly be. But, Jellico uh, Cannabis him, Company? No, 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 just uh, uh, J-E-L-L-Y-K-O, all one word. Oh, if you look J-E-L-L-Y-C-O, it's a cannabis company with... That doesn't uh, surprise me. ...bubble bobble-themed um, edibles and stuff. Anyways, they didn't sponsor this book. <laughs> um, Josh. I got to give a couple of, couple of special shout-outs here to other artists... Uh, one, uh, Jason Kinsey, a.k.a. Figure Fetish, who uh, I've been talking to for a lot of years now, but was finally able to meet because he was uh, he was one of the vendors at the con and he was just as cool as I had expected and hoped. Uh, did a really awesome trade with him for some pieces that are right up my alley. One is literally just a uh, bootlegged toy cockroach uh, in a bag with a header tag that says, it's Kafka-esque. <laughs> That's it. That's the whole thing. Um, a Shogun Wars, which is a uh, bootlegged uh, Shogun minifigure with a Star Wars head and paint job on it. Ooh. Oh, that's fun. Um, got a lot of cool stickers from him. One uh, of Ron, the health inspector from Bob's Burgers, as Donald Sutherland from uh, Invasion of the Body Snatchers. <laughs> I will send a pic. Uh, he's he also did an amazing pack of stickers for the con, which are just swear words in Star Wars. So like they're they're just like different Star Wars languages, swear words in the Star Wars languages. 
That's fucking awesome. It's hilarious. Um, let's see. Special, also, special shout out to the two people on either side of my of the Pikmin's booth, which was uh, on the right side was a relative newcomer, Resin Blood. Awesome guy. Uh, has a tattoo shop in Jersey. And got into toy making when his tattoo shop had to close for COVID. You would never guess he's new with this shit. Uh, he does a lot of very typical bootleg stuff. So like multicolored bootlegs on custom weird card backs. He had one that I kept shouting out to people all weekend. It was uh, like a multicolored Spider-Man 3 and 3 fourth and Dracula 3 and 3 fourth. And the card back was the Spider-Man versus Dracula comic cover. Oh, that's cool. Oh, it looked fucking great. Andy was, uh, for other artists specifically, not like any anyone in the public, he was uh, had a flash sheet of tattoos for the con. I almost got one. Uh, I'm I'm glad I didn't uh, like talk to him about it when I did, because apparently he did run low on ink real quick. Because <laughs> I would have been disappointed. Uh, and then on the other side was this really, really interesting, uh, I guess... I could say collective of folks called uh, Mountain Town Toys who also run a coffee shop and roast their own coffee beans. I do have a bag of their coffee. I've yet to try it because I need to dig out my grinder. Uh, but they also do something really interesting that I've never heard of before. They use their uh, the coffee shop's milk jugs, the plastic milk jugs. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And they shred them down mix them with mica powder, melt them, and inject them into Bigfoot minifigures. You know, <laughs> that's all right, awesome. so I was going to ask you about this process, and I forgot about it, but now that you're mentioning it, I remember it. I've watched videos of people who recycle uh, pop bottles into PLA mm-hmm. for 3D printing. I This is something I know nothing about personally. Yeah. So I guess it's gotten to the point where, like, you can do it at home if you have the equipment. Which is so cool. I'm sending sending a pic of the Bigfoot minifigure I got. They had this, uh, I'm sure you saw in some of the pictures I sent and posted that, uh, like, right next to me there was a big quarter machine. Yep. That's what was in the quarter machine, was the Bigfoot minifigures that they make from the, uh, the leftover milk jugs from the coffee shop. God damn it. Uh, That's also awesome. The, oh, also what the... Special, right? Like... Uh, it was, uh, they were charging, what was it? Three bucks and oh, you what? got a quarter and you got a quarter and got to use the machine. Dude, that's so cool. Yeah. I like, it was fucking awesome. I like, as soon as I heard him say that, I was like, wait, how much is it for, to use the machine? Uh, take $3 right now, please. Also, <laughs> how much was the coffee? Just take whatever. <laughs> oh, <God. laughs> um, and a couple of other very special shout outs to um it, see it's taking me a second because he goes by two na- names. Uh he started out as Remakes Plethora. Uh and he does a lot of like three and three fourth inch custom carded horror stuff. Uh not meant to be removed or played with, but like he's the one who gave me the awesome black yellow figure. Mm. Uh, and he's found a different success completely by accident. He did a handful of hip-hop-related bootlegs. 
and they exploded. And he's got a couple of officially licensed hip hop figures and is doing lots of weird hip hop partnerships with hip hop toys, which is the other brand he uses. So uh, he was there representing more hip hop toys than remakes plethora because that is the more successful brand. Uh, but uh, he's another one that I've been talking to for a few years now and just finally got to put a face to the name. Mm-hmm. Same with uh, Yo-Yo Dine Toy Division, uh, Scott Denning, uh, Mr. Dan Productions, Fion Base, False Idol Toys, Ed Ederson. Uh, so many people that I've talked to for so long. Uh, and I finally got to actually hang out with them. Also, a uh, very, very special shout out to to Lee, uh, Remix Plethora. At one point, he, he was talking to Scott and I, because Scott flew down from uh, Canada. He's Montreal-based. Mm-hmm. Uh, as is Slime City Toys, who was also there, and sold out her booth. Nice. Um, he, we, were, we were outside uh, smoking a joint, and Lee told us both point blank because I had managed to smuggle uh, a THC vape with me. Mm-hmm. But at one point, you know, we were all smoking and Lee looks at Scott and I, he's like, you know, I made, I made sure I remembered last year Scott had asked me if I would be able to like get him some, cause he knew he wouldn't be able to cross the border with it. And I remembered you had mentioned something to me in passing. So I knew you smoked. So I, I made sure to bring extra with me. That's awesome. And it really was just a moment of like, dude, we've never actually even met. And you made sure to bring extra weed just to like smoke with your fellow toy makers. You were a class act, my friend. And the biggest possible shout out to, uh, I know I'm missing people. Uh, biggest possible shout out to toy box. Keith Schubert. Uh, who is another person who is just as cool as I expected. I got the last existing toy box action figure of the run of 50 that he did. And just uh, what, what can I say about the guy? He is a mad genius. Uh, We got to, we got to hang out at his house. I should say his compound because he has, uh, he's converted a, he and his, I believe, partner. I don't know if they're married. I don't want to get their get their relationship wrong. But uh, he and Jen uh, have a house with, like, a four-car garage. But they've converted the entire garage into a studio space. And it's... They are mad geniuses. That sounds so cool. Uh, his home is a toy museum. Every wall has toy shelves. Every wall. And not just a few. We're talking some rooms have full walls of toys. Oh, wow. It's insane in the best way. Uh, And then the other special shout out that I have to give for the trip home is the one person there that I kept trying to get over and see all, all weekend was the God Beast. Marty Hansen. Exactly. Because uh, he's another one that, like, I met him at DesignerCon way back when. 
And anytime I got over to his booth, like he was over in in the other area of the, the venue, grabbing a bite to eat or schmoozing, and I didn't want to interrupt. Uh, and anytime he got over to my booth, I wasn't there because I was probably doing the same. Who the hell was sitting right in front of me on the plane ride home? Marty Hansen. <laughs> yep. Uh, or at least, you know, my first of, of two two flights home. So we, we got to chat in the airport for a little bit. Uh, that was pretty damn cool right away. It's just like, dude, just just shoot me a message. I'll, I'm, I'll drop something in the mail for you. I kept meaning to stop by all weekend. And I was like, I meant to do the same, man. I, you know, I, and I was going to, you know, there were a few pieces of yours I wanted anyway. So expect an order. Uh, I don't remember the name of the one that I ordered, but uh, I ordered the green one. Of the Caputo Mushi? Uh, I'll, I'll show you. I'll show you. Uh, sorry, I, I realized I had sent the picture to Ruth and not you guys. So I had ordered this one. Nah, 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 very interesting podcasting, la, la, la. So, Josh, this while you're guy. doing this, I want to say, ah, yes, I have him in. Ooh. Let me look at my collection. I have him in red. And then I got this guy totally for free. That yes. guy's awesome. So and that's all the uh, additional stuff they come with. Fuck. I'm gonna have to get the name for him. So this one is the ball with all the like the tentacles and the claws and the bat wings is meant more to be like a Glios accessory kit that you can also make into a figure because the complaint for a long time with Glios was oh man, only if there was claws, wings, tentacles, shit like that. So fuck, I wasn't prepared for this. Um, it's not Men or Monster Studios. I follow them on Instagram. Um, they make that. And the Kabuto that you got from God Beast, I have him in metallic red. He's a great figure. Um, but the fun thing about this is there's all kinds of crazy builds with all these parts mix and matched, released through various studios. Um, so what I think we should do for this week's episode, Josh, this is a big task I'm going to ask you, but could you give me a list in context of all these people so I could do like one giant shout out post? Um, if people want to check I, out, I can give you some of them. Perfect. Um, cause I'll go back and listen and I'll go find what I can and put it up to direct people to like, you know, if you want to buy this, go here. If you want to buy this, go here. Um, the Glios pig system kind of all, it gets used the most right now by, um, God beast. Um, but it yeah. originated with Onel designs, which they don't do as much anymore let me double check i kind of got out of the game because it got so damn expensive um yeah there's 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 a dangerous amount of stuff so yeah that's i want to go so fucking bad i would need two thousand dollars probably at the least to just blow like a maniac and fill a suitcase with just homebrew toys bigfoot but, uh, and a machine what What's not to love? Exactly. But, yeah. you know, to wrap to wrap it up very simply, um, Matt has uh, also, uh, you know, if, if I've, I'm sure I've forgotten other toy makers, there are some I'm remembering just now, but I don't want to keep rambling about it. Uh, just go look at the assembly required artist list 
because Matt has put together an amazing show, and I already told Mike point blank that if he can swing it, he needs to go next year because it's it's the most uh, it's probably one of the best cons I've ever done. It sounds fucking amazing. Yeah, it's one that I would absolutely love to go to. Uh, every everyone there wanted to support everyone. How did you do? How much did you? Uh, um, you didn't sell out because I bought a couple things. I didn't sell out, good. but man, uh, I I I cleaned I cleaned up enough that by by the end of the weekend I was just like, yeah, let me buy that thing. No, 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 we don't have to do a trade. Let me give you money. <laughs> How do you get that money home? Like up your butt? No, just in my suitcase. Mm. You trust? Or was it a carry-on? Or did you, did you trust <laughs> it with? Um... No, it was my carry-on. Okay, cool. Because <laughs> it was it was just a wad of con cash. I just imagine it like you know drug dealer style, the rubber band in a sock. <laughs> Um, no, it's actually it was actually rolled up in the because uh, my carry on was my uh, was the banner, yeah, uh, which has its own case, so it was just rolled up in the banner case. <laughs> That's pretty cool. Did uh, the cats miss you? Yes, yes, I got uh, definitely got overwhelmed with cat love when I got home. Oh. <laughs> um. Let's segue from that. So, Josh, while you were at Assembly Acquired or getting ready for it, Mike had his birthday party. Indeed. Yes. And I finally got to go to one of Mike's parties. So I can say firsthand uh, what it's like. <laughs> and it's fucking Mike awesome. Puts some, Mike puts on some amazing parties. <laughs> like, Why, thank you. You, I don't know how to put this into words. You don't know how great it is to be in a any kind of surrounding like you must have had this at the con josh where everybody speaks the same language as you and you feel 100 percent comfortable <laughs> so like mike let's say there was 20 people say yeah, about that. that yeah but uh 20 people all know mike and they're all nerds yep so i didn't have to like talk down to anybody to explain anything everybody spoke the same language i was super comfortable to the point where i was spilling drinks on mike's chair <laughs> um, great food it was great talking to maurice to matt um to finally having a conversation with um mike mccoy and tara mm -hmm. uh even it was just kind of me i got too comfortable and got a little out of control and started ranting about bad movies but they seemed <laughs> to be amused by like the unhinged guy on the chair on the, the steps I, I mean, to be fair, they did start the podcast with me, so they were used to, you know, yeah. a man uh, rambling unhinged about movies. Um, you know, your wife, your friends. It was just great. It was really cool. Um, didn't feel winded, even though I it, I spent, I worked that day, mm. drove into Buffalo. Like, I kind of started in Rochester and worked my way into Buffalo and then the fall, so I was working. And then I turned out and got home late, and it was fine, because I was just so, I had so much adrenaline from being a nerd. And the best case, the best part of all of it is you had gift bags. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Which, it, was, it was fucking great. <laughs> that was one of those last minute things where I'm like, you know what I haven't seen at a birthday party in forever since I was a kid is silly little gift bags. I'm going to do that. 
Yeah, well, the Mike Alvarez silly little gift bag was really cool. Uh, <laughs> I like that a lot. Uh, so, yeah, I had a, a great, great fucking time. Uh, I would say Caleb usurped all of the uh, unused little toys. <laughs> of course. Oh, like the minute I woke up that zo- I went went home, overslept. I woke up and Teresa and Zoe had just commandeered the entire gift bag. <laughs> like it was gone. So um, I had fantastic. a little bit of the candy. And so it was like, oh, thanks for bringing this bag of toys home for me. And I was like, oh, yeah, that's, that's for you. Uh-huh. <laughs> I didn't want that Rubik's Cube. Yeah, I don't want to. I don't want to play that tiny basketball hoop. It's okay. Uh, so but I mean, only, only because Ruth works the events and parties she does, I do see a surprising amount of those gift bags still. Nice. It's it's those are fun. I like those. They are. They are. I always get kind of excited when she brings them home. I'm like, ooh, what's in this one? <laughs> I did something similar for Teresa's thirtieth birthday. And I had a, a big get together and I made gift bags, but nobody cared about the gift bag content. So I thought I had a really good job. I'd got like new kids in the block trading cards. Oh, that's um, awesome. Like tchotchkes like you had. Well, I, I bought a case. I found a case for like 10 bucks. Mm-hmm. Nobody cared about them. So I was putting whole packs of uh, NKOTB cards. But it was like, unless you're in the 80s, a lot of Teresa's friends were older. They didn't give mm-hmm. a shit. Um, but I thought it was hilarious. And I made a, an activity book like a crossword puzzle of words that Teresa you would associate with Teresa, mm. um, a word search, a comic book. I put a lot of effort into it. Um, so that sounds awesome though. But yeah, but I wouldn't do that for like a get together at my house, like a summer barbecue. I wouldn't be like, I made an activity book. Right. <laughs> um, the best thing I made was a coloring sheet of Teresa riding a dinosaur um, with a battle ax. I thought that was pretty cool. I remember. That's amazing. I, could, I just, you know, I don't draw as much as you guys. So, uh, you know, on like the passable level of artistic, if I'm like just a, above the line. And uh, I just didn't think I had the time to do it correctly. So I shopped it out uh, on Reddit to see if somebody could like do a good job. And I, I put a, you know, a picture up for like some private messaging. And I was like, hey, can you draw my wife? I want her riding a dinosaur, like a space barbarian. You know, get the get the drift if you're a creative person. And the only person agreed to help me out sent me back this picture of Teresa in a bikini with like her tits popping out. Oh, Jesus. And I was just like, <laughs> I'm not paying you. This is disgusting. I can't like. Not what I asked she had, for. Like, it was like anime. Like she had huge eight inch nipples. Everything was just exaggerated and wrong. And I was like, nope, nope, that's fine. So I, I did the best I could. I, I kind of got the basic outline of a raptor from a dino rider's picture. And then I made it work. <laughs> um, Yeah. Uh, what else do I have news intro wise? I'm still sniffing around a butt machine. I think I'm going to do it just to have fun with it. I'm it not sounded like it. you said butt machine. It, and, it is, and, that is exactly what it sounded like. I was going to say, so, I heard I'm sniffing around a butt machine. <laughs> uh, during COVID, I bought like an, a cheap eBay button maker, mm. which I gave Mike, I gave you a bunch of the buttons, but they suck. Oh, they yeah. fall apart. They're not the best buttons. Uh, and it was just something to do. I think I made like $5 total uh, selling like one button to somebody that felt bad for me. Um, <laughs> but I love doing it. And then I found out one of the premier butt machine making companies is in Rochester. Uh, so I can get like an expensive Cadillac of button makers, pick it up. I don't have to pay shipping. 
and then I can buy all the pieces to make like magnets, bottle openers, whatever. Um, and I'm saying like I'm gonna sell them anywhere. I might just have them give them to people. Like, hey, Girl Scouts, hey, Mike, here you go. Here's the. What was I gonna do uh, with the old button machine? A murder she wrote connection button. <laughs> That's awesome. You know, like shit that it's just an inside joke. Mm. Um, but it's gonna be like four hundred bucks, so. That's a lot of money. That definitely is. Um, so I don't know if it, it's kind of like the equivalent of buying like a cricket machine. Just to make funny t-shirts. Uh, all right. Plug time. I've got some new plugs. Are you guys ready? Of course. Raise yes. my rentals. Mike, what's coming up? What um, are you guys exploring next? Or is it a super gusher? Uh, well, we actually will be having a Super Gushers as well. Actually, I'm sorry. It's going to be a rental rant, I believe. Um, if I'm remembering correctly, I know we we have a couple on our list. But uh, we'll be doing a Monopoly episode. So we're going to turn Monopoly into a movie. Okay. So that's going to be our, our, next, uh, our next improv. And then we have a rental rant as well. Cool. Um, Boogeyman's Closet. Uh, we're still doing our uh, Black Directed Horror Month um, for Black History Month. Uh, the episode that'll be up by the time this episode comes out uh, will be Get Out. It'll be episode 170. And then we are recording uh, episode 171, which will be Antebellum. So we got uh, two pretty pretty intense movies back to back, but both really good flicks. Uh, also intense, His House. Oof. You warned me. <laughs> and I watched it anyways. Ooh, fuck. Yeah, I really like that movie. Like I was a, it was a first time watch for me and I was really impressed with it, but damn. <laughs> like, ooh, it's a tearjerker. It's it's rough. Um first time watch for me, Dr. Death from Full Moon. Oh, I got to watch that still. Brought to you by the guy who made Dead Heat the Living. Oh, uh, it's good. It's on the better end of Puppet Master stuff. It's short to the point. It's like a mini comic book. Nice. It's how I could compare it the, the most. But I, I had a fun time with it and it's only like 55 minutes. Uh, check it out on Tubi. Um, Jerry's Closet for all of your nerdy shopping needs located in not Alden, Mike. Well, help me out. I have baby brain today. Um, oh my god, so do I. I'm not fully awake yet. It's um. Oh, I'm drawing a blank. <laughs> it's by the Fisher Price. Store. Uh, it's East American Aurora. Horror Story. East Aurora. East Aurora, New York, for all <laughs> of your East Aurora and Horror Story. Yes, all of your nerdy needs. <laughs> when you go there, tell them Count Creepyhead sent you for a full price, no coupon. You're welcome. Uh, I would like to direct you guys to Mike McCoy FX if you need special effects work done in Buffalo. Also, if you need awesome goth clothing, pillows, etc., go to Coffin Dreams LLC. Do you guys like The Simpsons? Oh, hell yeah. Yes. You should check out So It's Come to This, an awesome Simpsons podcast, which is really, really good. And last but certainly not least, for all of your upstate New York professional wrestling needs, check out UPW585 on the socials for all of your awesome upstate pro wrestling needs. I got free tickets to a show on Saturday and I had Friday. I'm sorry. I had an amazing time 
It was a Valentine's Day themed show. I got to watch my two favorite wrestlers, Akasha Black and G String Jesus, beat the shit out of each other. And I had a blast. A blast. Um, Akasha Black is one of the big heels in the promotion, and she does not take shit from anybody. And me and my father-in-law love to heckle, and she'll turn around with some of the best insults you've ever heard. Like, she'll That's stop awesome. a match, point to you, and call you Stuart Little, and tell you to shut the fuck up, and it's great. <laughs> uh, awesome. and, and let's not forget to give a shout-out to America's favorite network, UPN, the home of the secret files of Desmond Pfeiffer. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> <laughs> we miss you upn please come back don't come back um so guys if you're listening to this it's already happened but for us it's the 13th of february which means tomorrow it's valentine's day you guys got big plans uh such big plans no. Not for tomorrow, because both of us are working, but uh, we are going to celebrate Wednesday. So I wouldn't say big, big plans. Like, you know, it's pretty much our usual. We're going to have a, make ourselves a fancy dinner and probably just, you know, hang out and watch TV with the with the boy. And hopefully he'll go to bed early enough. <laughs> yep. Um, I'm taking the ladies to Olive Garden and I've spent a lot of money on. Them. Oh, yeah, I, I definitely spent a lot of money on on Valentine's Day gifts. Um, it's one of those, like, this isn't a holiday for me. I get it. I get my beef jerky. I'm happy. It is what it is. But guess what, guys? What? The Count Creepy Head Universe thought of you two and sent you Valentine's. Oh. Ooh. Would would you like to open them? You got them in an email. I would. Let me see. Yes. Mike, why don't you open yours first? Uh, let me find it real quick, because I already got a bunch of other emails. Okay, here we go. <clears throat> Turn up the volume. There's no noise. Oh, okay. It's just sitting here loading. Oh, there we go. Oh, damn it, what happened? <laughs> it disappeared. <laughs> Hopefully these fucking work. I didn't test them. <laughs> now go watch Sorority Babes too, Goofy. <laughs> okay, did it work? Yep, it came through. All right, read it That's out loud. Awesome. Uh, <laughs> there's a narwhal on the cover. And then I open it up, and there is Uncle Limpy, and it says, Somebody wished you a happy Valentine's Day, Goofy. Now go watch Sorority Babes 2 on Tubi. P.S. Obligatory Don Terrazio mentioned. <laughs> <laughs> Yay. That's amazing. Josh, would you like okay. to open yours? Yes, I would. Let's see. Let's see. Please describe the cover when you get it. It's loading. Open. It's loading. We broke Josh. <laughs> I don't know why, but that was so unexpected. Uh, the cover says, your penis makes me happy. <laughs> <laughs> Hold on. 
Oh, I'm fucking crying over here. Can't even read this fully. It says, Josh, 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 Jam Master J, J Diddy, Josh, Josh. Oh, hello. Roses are red. Skeletons are blue. Skeletors. The only bone I need is my body. Is in my body. <laughs> oh, eyes are still Wait. watering. Okay. Did I the only bone I need is in my body from you. XOXOX. Timmy P. <laughs> Timmy P.S. I want to be the extra bubble gum on your love pizza. <laughs> oh, you're trying to kill me. Oh, yeah. oh, God, my sides hurt. The extra bubble gum on your love pizza. That <laughs> that is that is a phrase. I might have sent it with some typos, but I think it was supposed to say no. re- wait. <coughs> Roses are red. Skeletors are blue. The only bone I need in my body. Comes from you. There. <laughs> Thank you, Timmy. Can I be the bubble gum on your pizza of love? Huh? <laughs> <laughs> Wink. Oh, that's okay. freaking creepy. Um. Yeah. So, show and tell time. I will start because I didn't get shit. Um, I found half of the new stuff from uh, Final Faction. So I got the heroes, like the black and gold uh, series of stuff. I got the Rumbler. I got the Jeep in black and gold, the Rumbler in black and green. And I got uh, every character except for like the drone robot that's part of that wave. He wasn't available. Uh, it's like P something or another. Um, they look awesome. Mike, I guess you were set. Sweet. That I will drop off when I drop off the Girl Scout cookies, probably. Uh, they're all fucking cool. Like, I finding them was like finding a McFarlane repaint back in the 90s. Oh, I used to love that. That's where I was like, <laughs> this is so cool. Um, and for whatever reason, just the Venom stuff hasn't shown up yet, but they're starting to hit stores. Um, so check them out. I'm thinking with Easter coming, it's just a matter of time. Oh, yeah. Uh, everything else I got hasn't shown up in the mail yet. I was going to mention this earlier. Don't you hate it? You've got a big, bad toy story or big, bad toy story, big, bad toy store order your stuff. Like the last thing you want shows up. So you're like, ship my pile of loot. And right before you do it, you find another thing is processing. Mm-hmm. Yep. So, like, I have my shit. I've got the D&D stuff that you're going to talk about, Mike. Mm-hmm. Uh, a couple other things. And I'm like, Elf, among other stuff. And I'm like, I need it right now. And then one more thing popped up. And I was like, fuck. And I have to keep waiting for it to show up before I can ship. Um, so I'm a little upset about that. You know, like, first world problems. <laughs> uh, that's it. And I, I paid too much for a garbage bell kid that hasn't shown up in the mail yet. <laughs> nice. So, uh... Josh, why don't you tell us some of the stuff you got? Yeah, I, I, mean, I 
mine mine has uh my list has gone down significantly because I did name a bunch of stuff that I had grabbed uh through my my ramble there. Uh so I can I can go to like the big toy companies that uh some of which I feel dirty giving my money to right now, but uh fucking Hasbro. You disappoint wow. me on like everything except oh. for Transformers. We're going to get to them, don't Speaking worry. Speaking of Transformers, I bought a shit ton of Transformers. Um, I basically got the full Legacy Evolution Wave 1 minus uh, Breakdown and Tarn. Mm-hmm. Um, Breakdown I have on pre-order at Big Bad Toy Store, but I did not see him. Uh, I'll start with Needle Nose, because I don't think I had him. Did I? Did I talk about him last time? No, I don't, I don't think so. No, you sent us pictures. So needle nose. I originally was going to skip and then I saw pictures of the jet mode. Holy shit. Needle nose is fun. He is more fun than any deluxe class jet former has the right to be. And he comes with two target masters. Uh, they've definitely simplified them. So they're like the vintage target masters. No articulation and just like a gun barrel flips out. Yeah. Mm. Like, do they bend but, up the hips? Nope. Oh. But uh, but they look really good, and they're fun. Uh, so Needle Nose is fantastic, much more so than I thought. I know Mike will say more about this, too, but I like Hotshot a lot, but holy shit, he's weird. <laughs> yeah, he is. Uh, I don't know what it is about him. Something. The designers were smoking something. <laughs> they they were smoking something when they were basically like, <laughs> let's make almost his entire car fold into his legs on ball hinges. Yep. Really? Uh, I don't get it. it his but, legs are so weird. But the rest of them's awesome. I do like uh, the, ty- the tire cannon. <laughs> the, the tires yeah, turn into a cannon. Uh... Also, the surprising, the one that really surprises me is Leo Prime. Oh, yeah. I've looked at him a few times now, and I was like, wow, this is a good-looking toy. I had every intention of skipping him. And then I got to the store, and they didn't have Tarn, but they had Leo Prime sitting there. And I was like, oh, I really want a Tarn. I guess I'll get you Leo Prime. (laughs) And, um, oh, my God, he's a lot of fun. Yeah, I, I got a, I, he's way more fun than I expected, but the winner of this first wave is easily Scrap Hook. Yeah, oh, I didn't know he was a parts former. Yeah, I didn't he, either. He is basically like the new weaponizers. The entire gimmick is basically that, yes, they can become like armor and weapons pieces for the other bots, but they also... Can all of the different junkions that are planned, their vehicle modes can combine together in different ways to make weird mad, mad Max mashup vehicles. God damn it. That's, that's so fucking cool. That's so cool. So I'll be getting all of those. Yeah. Uh, and really, he's a very solid transformer. Uh, there, You don't need to take anything off of him to transform him. But the amount of extra stuff he comes with while also being a solid toy, is really impressive. 
Uh, and then there's the one that you guys are going to be like, ah, oh, son of a bitch. Go on. Pulling up my camera. He came in today, and I fucking love him. Oh, man. Oh, that's so cool. I still don't I, have Rattler. I do not miss the action feature. His head sits really low down on the neck to give him the appearance of the old toy. That's really cool. We're talking about Tongue Lasher. Uh, yeah, Tongue Lasher from Motu Origins, and he's fucking awesome. I love him. Oh, that's so cool. And and I really, I think it's really interesting that with, like, all of the Snake Men so far, they're, because the vintage ones look like that, all of the bodies are in, like, the weird, glossy, harder plastic. And it it does a lot for the aesthetic. I agree. Because the old toys had that, too. Yeah, specifically on the torso. So, yeah. Uh, so, yeah, he's one where... I like I wish there was some way I could flick the tongue out, but realistically, that tongue would get broken. Mm. And this is a pretty heavy duty rubber. Like this doesn't feel like it's gonna tear or disintegrate, but it's got enough that you can flick it around like blah 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 blah. Nice. And when you take it out, he looks like vintage tongue lasher with the tongue in. So I feel like it's really a win-win. Giving the option to pose with the tongue in or out. Um, this continues to be one of my favorite fucking lines. I wish it was easier to find. Yeah. Same. Like, I don't know how they're so healthy when the retail presence is just stuck. I on, on that buzz-off wave. Yeah, I was going to say, I haven't seen, in this area, I haven't seen really any of the, the last, like, two waves. Um, I saw the, the Target three-pack of the Sunman figures, but I never saw the individual figures. Yeah, and, um, like... All the other figures I got were at, uh, at the Fish Price store, except for Thunder Punch He-Man. I did find him at Target, uh, along with King Hiss, but they only had one of each. <laughs> like, that was all I found. I was yeah. like, oh, shit. I really wish that they would clearance out. Uh, it, it's looking like some of the Walmarts have gotten rid of the bulk of their He-Man stuff. It's not every Walmart, mm. um, which might be some of the fuel that uh, Toy Guru had. But it looks like it's just a seasonal thing to kind of clear it out and they're going to bring it back. Because there's a lot of places where it's like they're not on the planograms anymore, but they're not clearanced. Mm. Um, which is usually an indicator that they're just trying to get rid of it seasonally to make room for the new movie toys they'll be back uh kind of thing at least i hope so um because they really have like a backlog of crap that mattel needs to buy back to um make room <coughs> right but uh but tongue lasher wraps it up for my show and tell um just so we can keep things movie uh, moving i am going to mute out for a few minutes to feed the beasts say hi for us <laughs> i shall Mike. Oh boy. What All the right. What fuck did you get for your birthday? <laughs> so I yeah, this is this is going to be one of the longest ones for me. So let's just start off with the D&D stuff. So yep. you got me vintage Strongheart and um one of the Man at Arms 
the rubber figures from the LJN yeah. line. Fucking love both of them. They are now in my case with my Fire Elemental, and I absolutely adore them. So thank you again for those. I love them. Um, I also got one of the little transforming 20-sided dies, uh, the Beholder. I almost went out today and grabbed that. It's fun. It is really fun. It's uh, very simplistic and silly and gimmicky, but it's it's a lot of fun. I keep transforming it back and forth and like making it bite my other figures. <laughs> like it's just a silly little toy, but I really enjoy it. Um, so I got to give Hasbro props. That was that's a fun toy. Uh, I've heard nothing but bad things about their other D and D toys. Um, um, as far as the pantheon of Dungeons and Dragons monsters go, I love the Beholders. Oh, me too. Behold, beholders and gelatinous cubes. I, I love both of them. Yep. And that's why I was very disappointed to hear the gelatinous cube sucks so bad. Because <laughs> I'm like, oh, man, I wanted it. But uh, then moving on from that, my two pre-orders uh, from like well over a year ago of the NECA War Duke and Grimsword came in. So the positives. They are fucking gorgeous. The sculpt and paint on both of them is superb. Like it's really high end. Um, the box art is beautiful. It has very classic, uh, like TSR artwork look. And, um, I mean, if you're just keeping these in the boxes, you'll, you'll be happy, but they feel fragile as hell. Um, I struggled to get any of War Duke's swords into the sheaths. And, uh, I felt like the, like the one I wouldn't even finish putting in because it, it honestly felt like it was going to snap in half if I tried to push it. Um, and then same thing with the flame attachment on his sword. Like it took me a good 10 minutes just to like slowly and carefully wiggle it into place because the sword felt like it was going to snap at any moment. Um, the bat wings on his head are, I mean, they, it feels like if you sneeze, they're going to snap right off. Like it's just. Everything is so ridiculously fragile about them. Um, and I mean, anyone who's been buying NECA stuff lately will will know that from the uh, the Ninja Turtles line. The um, I remember Chrome Dome was one of the ones that I was like terrified to put his weapons in his hands because the, the accessories felt like they were made out of freaking paper mache. So NECA is really cheaping out on plastic quality lately, and it's it's fucking sad. My my plan when I get them is to display them exactly like the classic toys and then not touch them. Yeah, honestly, what I'm probably going to as of right now, they're both back in their packages, like uh, safely tucked away. Um, but I think eventually what I'm going to do is set them up around my fire elemental because the fire elemental was always my favorite of the rubber LJN toys. And uh, War Duke and Grimsword were my favorite action figures <laughs> from the LJN toy line. So I'm like, yeah, what the hell? Just play them all together. Um, I just got to re- reorganize my my figure case. But um, I also got a bunch of Joy Toy stuff. Uh, now, for my birthday, my wife got me, I, like, he really doesn't have a name. It's one of the military action figures. And it's, it's uh, in parentheses, it says Boyang Fang. So I don't know if that's his name. But he's like this weird sci-fi soldier with like a katana and a motorcycle helmet and like a weird backpack that looks like it's a bomb. <laughs> like it's a very strange figure, but it reminds me of like the uh, early 90s G.I. Joe. 
Okay. Like, where it's just like they look kind of like a soldier, but there's a lot of sci-fi stuff about them. But Joy Toy has been upping their uh, their quality control like crazy, and he's an amazing figure. Like I've been playing with him nonstop, and nothing feels fragile. Nothing feels like it's gonna break. Like it feels like you can actually bash him around like like an old GI Joe, and he's gonna be fine. Um, then the the one that does feel a wee bit fragile, but that's just because there's so many pieces. Is uh, she got me the Warhammer uh, Chaos Marine brother Gnarl, who is fucking huge. I did not expect him to be so big. Like he towers over my other Warcraft or uh, Warhammer figures. Um, he's a little bit difficult to maneuver just because he's got so much armor and so many little like accoutrements hanging off of that armor. But uh, man, he's he's an impressive figure. And again, he doesn't feel. He doesn't feel breakable. He just like there's so many pieces. You got to be careful when you move him around. Mm -hmm. Um, But yeah, he's he's just a really solid looking figure. I don't know that I'll be buying many of the other uh, Chaos Marines, even though I love the Chaos Marines. They're rather expensive because of how big they are. So the fact that I have one to go up against my my, uh, you know, Space Marines, I'm good. Like for now, that's good. Yeah, exactly. And then I picked up for myself uh, one of the Joy Toy Zombies just because he dropped down to one of those like Amazon quick deals for 18 bucks. And um, man, he's a lot of fun. Like, again, much he looks like, really cool. Yeah. Much like the other dude, he's, you know, posable. You can move him all around like no fear of breakage. Um, his paint apps are awesome. He's got like this really interesting metallic blue heart with like veins going across his chest like his heart is exposed and like the veins are kind of like, yeah. spidering that kind of gave me like house of the dead vibes and i was looking at the pictures that i thought was really cool yeah it was like it was reminding me of it like that in resident evil like that that whole like bio zombie type thing yeah um but it makes me really want to grab the uh the fat zombie that they have <laughs> i'm like i kind of want to get him now but um moving on from that i uh, as josh mentioned i did get hot shot uh from transformers and yeah, he's fucking weird, man. Like, he's really strange. He's fun. Um, his legs are really bizarre. Like, there's a lot of moving parts on his legs. And uh, in order to, like, get him to pose weird, it looks like his knee kind of comes apart. <laughs> like, it's a, it's a very strange figure, but he's he's fun. And then... Um, Did you like him in the early 2000s when he kind of first came out? I'll be honest. I wasn't even aware of him in the early 2000s. Like, I uh, was... Transformers was kind of off my radar. I was, I just knew of him because my roommate was into him in the, at that time. And I, I hated the design of the character, mm-hmm. but now he's kind of grown on everybody, but I, I just hate the, he looks so kiddish and he has tons of yellow and it bothers me for whatever reason. You know, the, the yellow, for some reason, the yellow and red color scheme never bothers me on figures. I think it's because it always reminds me of Blowtorch from GI Joe. Okay. Um, yeah. 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 That that never never you know bugs me because that's like that was one of my favorite figures as a kid. But um, I do like the fact that he has the cool flip down visor and the weird like double barrel like mini pistol. Mm-hmm. Um, it's it's he's a fun little you know robot. But uh, the better of the Transformers that I got was uh, Josh got me Blitzwing for my birthday. I love Blitzwing. Oh my god, he is such a cool fucking figure. Um, <laughs> like. Robot mode and tank mode, I absolutely love both modes. The jet mode is a lot of fun, too, but I, I it's my least favorite of the three. 
but in tank mode, he looks badass, and I love the way the the little canopy of the jet is just kind of like pooking out underneath. <laughs> like hello, which is which is weirdly G one animation accurate, right? <laughs> but in his robot mode, he's he's a ton of fun, and I, I love the the sword that he comes with. Um, so yeah, that's the transformer wise, that's definitely the the winner of those. Uh, moving on from that, I got some Star Wars stuff. I got the Black Series New Republic security droid, which I have a soft spot for the uh, the Black Series droids because I feel like those can be used with three and three fourth inch or six inch figures. And um, it was just one of those those droids I kept eyeballing and my wife grabbed it for me. <laughs> so he's a lot of fun. And then uh, two Mandalorian figures. I got the uh, what is his name? Um Oh my god, the the guy that was arrested at the first episode of the, uh, the Mandalorian, the weird blue guy, the fish guy. Oh, the the Saturday Night Live guy that they had to get rid of because he got busted for being a child molester. Oh Jesus, uh, I didn't know that. Shit, what's his name? Yeah, I know what you're talking about. I had no idea about that. What the hell? He got. Uh, I guess it was like one of these unspoken things that he was he was grooming a teenage fan. Holy shit. Okay, and well, that changes a lot of stuff about Horatio Sands. Yeah, I, I had no clue. I was just like, weird fish guy. He's but, three bucks. Uh, look, uh, innocent until proven, until proven guilty. I don't know the whole story, but that's just the story that came out uh, on on Variety. Anyways, keep going, Mike. Well, well as far as an action figure goes, uh, everything is cool except for much like all of the Hasbro Star Wars. Now they can't seem to keep the articulation straight. So he has bizarre uh, thigh articulation. It's like the it, it's 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 kind of like a hinge joint, but it also has the swivel at the thigh. Um, so it, you have to like move pieces separately just to bend his legs right. It's it's weird. It's a very weird setup, and unless he's just standing straight legged, it's weird. Um, now the better one of the two is uh, is a quill. Is that how you say his name? The little Ugnat. Yeah. Yeah, that that figure is great. Um, articulation. Star Wars form. <laughs> <laughs> it's uh, he's he's a lot of fun. Um, I've always had a soft spot for the little mini figures in the Star Wars lines. And uh, I'm surprised by the amount of like workable articulation they got on this figure, which pisses me off about the other guy even more. Because I'm like, OK, you look at Quill and it's like. His articulation is perfect. There's tons of it. You can get him into a ton of poses. And then you have like a regular three and three fourth inch figure. And he's like, I got busted legs. Yeah. Like, doesn't make sense. He's um, half fish. Yeah, uh, that kind of writes it off. Um, but then I also got the Dark Trooper, uh, the three and three fourth inch Dark Trooper, which is friggin' amazing. Like this figure is so good. Um. I still don't like the pricing scheme that Hasbro is doing with these. Like, I do not think he's worth like 27 bucks, but as far as a great three and three fourth inch figure with his little charging station and the fact that his gun, his blaster clips into his leg, like fucking Robocop. Like it's very cool. Um, so then <laughs> moving on from there, I still got more. Um, I got the loyal subjects, uh, Krang in the bubble Walker, which Highly recommend. Uh, if you guys are looking for a solid, like, four-inch Krang figure, I, it's honestly I kind of like it better than the Super Seven uh, Krang that I got. 
I need that crank. It's it's very solid. Like the it's it's it feels like a toy. Like it doesn't feel like it's gonna break. Um, the only complaint I have is the way the tentacles attach to the bubble walker. You can't move them. So like they they peg in in such a way where they're just like they're static. Well, that wish... says they're the kind of a break hazard. Yeah, I just wish they were kind of like sw- like you could move them around. But other than that, like it's it's great. The legs are are they're they're perfect. They're exactly what you need. You know, Krang fits in the little bubble perfectly. And then even when you take him out and you have him on his little like scooter, <laughs> it's he has like a little divot on the bottom side of the brain so you can kind of clip him in. Um, really like that figure. And uh, I mean, there's a ton of other stuff I got. Like I got some of the uh, Mighty Maniac stuff real cheap. Um, I forget what they're called, but they're the the two guys that look like the guys from NARC. Yeah. Um, and then the Hell Titan. Uh, and actually, while while I'm on the subject of pop apart figures, I also tried one of the Five Nights at Freddy's Snaps figures from Funko, which I now need another one because I have to you know be able to pop and pop and play. <laughs> um, but got to pop and lock it. Got to pop and lock it. I will say the granddaddy of all the things I got is uh, I finally pulled the trigger on the Trick or Treat Studios Tarman figure. And oh boy, (laughs) (laughs) this figure is fucking gorgeous. Um, I love the fact that he comes with two separate heads, one being the one that, uh, you know, Alan Trotman wore and one being the animatronic head that when you first see him and he goes brains and it's the, the, the puppet. Um, he has like a little brain accessory that he can hold. Now, the only complaint is, is a pretty big one. Uh, the pants section is made out of a very thin latex. Um, it seems like it's attached to like a fabric on the inside, but it still feels like, you know, that latex is going to deteriorate over time. Um, it's just unavoidable. So I think I would have rather them went the Amok Time Toys route and had static legs where you couldn't pose them and just have that all sculpted plastic versus having the soft goods so you can pose him all around. Um, he does have a lot of articulation. Like there's a ton of articulation under the the latex, but uh, you know that worries me that it's going to deteriorate over time. But beautiful display piece uh i love the box i love the box art and the fact that like his eyes look so creepily real (laughs) like it's such it's such a nice touch so i really really like that figure um there's there's a ton of other little things that i got but i've already rambled on for a while so i'll hold off (laughs) (laughs) yeah it was a busy two weeks for me you uh same you're like going to your birthday it's obvious to see like how beloved you are oh well, people have showed up in like your birthday gifts alone so <laughs> oh yeah I, i'm sorry matt i totally forgot to call this out i, I you, you said birthday gifts and it reminded me i got the mutagen man glow in the dark super seven figure and he's fucking awesome so, so thank you again matt i made a joke about this on the last episode mm-hmm. not thinking about like how insensitive it was but matt asked me like what can i get mike I don't know what he has. And for whatever reason, like it wasn't on Matt. I just got like mad because I get asked this all the time for my wife and for Zoe. And it's like, I don't have this catalog in my (laughs) head. So like then it was basically Matt and me talking to Josh and Jess 
they're trying to figure out which Ninja Turtles you had and which ones you didn't without you catching <laughs> on to what was going on. I had no clue. <laughs> um, so, Matt, this is me officially apologizing. Uh, sorry for that, dude. Um, but, yeah, that that's a sweet get. So, um, let me share a little funny. She's not here, but she's here in spirit. Zoe got a hold of my notes for this episode and just inserted the word fart all over the place. <laughs> <laughs> So, like, I'm looking at my notes, and there's just fart here. There's a fart there, because she's a fucking comedian. That's uh, amazing. Because I was like, did I type too fast, and it auto-corrected the word fart? No, she just kind of edited and deleted stuff and put the word fart in. So, <laughs> good times. Um, I need to draw fart chicken, by the way. I Teresa made a t-shirt. She cricketed her chicken sketch and made a hundred chickens of different sizes and ironed them onto t-shirts. So she's going to make me the chicken fart on a black t-shirt. I'm very excited. Cause that it's is awesome. Cool. Um, I did not prepare any jokes past stupid Valentine's day cards. So guys, hear me out. This is going to be a quick joke discussion. This is going to be something a little different. At the wrestling show that I went to on Friday night, um, it was an unannounced show because, in part, they had some trainees that were getting like their uh, getting their reps in to kind of become better wrestlers, and it was their first match or second match, if you will. And it was a three-way dance uh, of the colorful cast of wrestling characters and gimmicks. My personal favorite is a big, uh, big guy named Don Diego, who I personally call Mister Threesome. Because they put him in three way, a three-way match where it's like him versus two guys and he beats the shit out of them. But they had, a, uh, they had another three-way of these three new kids who have no gimmicks. They're trying to have gimmicks, but they're just failing miserably. Let me describe them to you because I don't have pictures of them. And I've gotten permission from the owners of the company to kind of bust their balls. And we're going to give them gimmicks. Gimmick being... Uh, Ultimate Warrior isn't a real person. He's actually just a crazy guy that they put face paint on and made him a character. <laughs> like, Doink the Clown isn't a real wrestling clown. They, he was a guy, they put clown makeup on him, made him a character. It's called your gimmick. Yeah. Let me describe these three kids to you. They can wrestle. They can go. They need a little work. They're a little sloppy, but anybody would you know, be like that in your first match. We've got the big guy who is the big heavy wrestler who was doing a lot. He was, his job was to catch the smaller guys wrestling him. He's like a base for the acrobatics to catch. Uh, he wore a singlet and he looked like a giant baby because he was so young. He had no facial hair. So he wanted to be tough, but he looks like a man baby. So I called him man baby, but I didn't think that was fair. There is the super, super small skinny kid who looks like he belongs in a boy band. So I kept calling him Teddy Geiger, who was a local musician who was on uh, America's not, uh, not America's Got Talent. Uh, the other one was Simon America's Cowell. Got Kids Singing. He's on one of those fucking talent shows, Star Search or something. It's American Idol uh, or something like that. But the kid's like five pounds soaking wet. And then the last one, the one who won, was the bravest of them all, was wrestling in short shorts, like bicycle shorts. And he had not an inch of muscle on his body. So he had just... Lots of flab, I guess would be the best way to describe it. But this kid's going to be working out. He'll he'll get there. 
uh, I was joking with the uh, the owner that night, not the owner, the the commissioner, whatever. His name's Mike. He's the guy that hooked me up with Godzilla. Mm-hmm. And I was going back and forth for gimmicks for these kids, just because that's what I do, and I'm I'm a ball buster. And we came up with the idea that they're going to be the Saved by the Bell gang, <laughs> and they're all going to have school gimmicks because he said literally the smallest kid in the bunch just got out of school that day and had to run over to wrestle. So I said, we call them AC Zach and screech mm-hmm. of the bunch. I would say the brave one would be the Zach character, the Zach Morris. So the poor kid in bicycle shorts with his, his floppy parts. And mind you, if I was a wrestler, I would, you know, look like fucking Slimer. <laughs> He's officially Zach. The big kid that looks like a baby would officially be Screech. And we've got the last guy, just the leftovers. The boy band one is going to be AC Slater. Nice. And they're going to be called Saved by the Bell because they literally hit you with the ring bell. <laughs> as a bad gag. Um, if I could get pictures of these kids, we'll talk about them next week and continue busting their balls. But if they happen to listen to this, congratulations. You're now the Saved by the Bell wrestling gang. Until you get some gimmicks, because I can't fucking remember your names because you're just generic white kids. Because <laughs> uh, that's just what you came gen- off as. Generic white kids. Oh, shit. They got okay. a wrestler. I know who he is. His name is El Gato Loco, the crazy cat, because that's a fucking name you remember. Mm-hmm. You remember Don Diego Lopez because he's fucking eight feet tall. And he has three ways with people in the ring. <laughs> like, you remember these characters. You remember the champion, Caden, because he's so great at what he does. These kids, just generic white kids. Maybe that'll be their, their fucking nickname for a wrestling stable. The generic white kids. I don't know. Nice. But if you guys are there, you'd have a great time. Um, I highly recommend going to UPW if you're ever in rochester i think there's like five or six listeners the rest of them are in buffalo uh it's a lot of fun i always have a good time the food's cheap you get to heckle wrestlers and they're actually good wrestlers it's not you're not just going there to make fun of people it's it's a fun sporting event so um before i jump into the news something i wanted to mention earlier that kind of came up and i forgot to mention it we have a new follower we actually have 50 people on the facebook page like for the first time in a year it went up. Nice. Um, and I think you know them, Mike, but I'm not 100% sure. Let me go to our page. Did it go back down to 49? Please, no. That would be ironic and hilarious in more than one way. Uh, why am I never ready? 50 members. Amy Christine. Oh, yeah. No, uh, yeah, that's one of my friends from back in the Denny's days. And we all used to go to Denny's and hang out. Well, she's following the page. I don't know how she found out about this, but thanks, Amy. You're the best. Being uh, hopefully one of our 12, maybe now 13 regular listeners means a lot to me. Absolutely. Um, or maybe she just wants to participate in all our fun polls. But uh, I'll say a- a- it is. Amy's good people. Cool. Are you guys ready for a massive news dump? Uh, the kind of news where you have to hold on to the edge of the bowl. 
<laughs> All right, I'm going to start off with the new news. It dropped since I made the notes last. Shown off today is Super 7 Symptoms. Blah, blah, blah. Super 7 Symptoms. Fuck, I can't say that. Super 7 Simpsons Ultimate Wave 4. Uh, Ultimate Wave. That is Wave, a tongue twister. Ultimate's Wave 1 hit, and people love them. They said they're great figures. Wave 4 features Devil Flangers. Diedrich Tatum, who is the Cheap Mike Tyson knockoff. Uh, Radioactive Man and Homer and Amumu. So they're deep cuts, but they're cool looking visually. So I think that's kind of what they're going with. If you're buying these, you're not like the kind of person that's like, I'm only going to get the the main family members. You're all in. So, yeah. of course, you'd want Moo Homer, and Radioactive Man, and Devil Flanders, in my opinion. They look pretty sweet. Uh, of course, he was waiting for the trailer to drop, but McFarlane has announced a whole shit ton of Flash figures and Batman figures from the movie. Uh, did you guys see that fucking insane trailer? Yeah. Yep. <sighs> Yeah. Yep, I did. I don't. It, it, that's just like DC pulled its pants down and showed us its big dick, and it's like, yeah, that's a huge dick. Yes, I'm Batman. <laughs> I, I know. Pull your pants up, DC. Uh, <laughs> hopefully, it delivers on the trailer. Um, you know, there's been all kinds of quiet rumors that the movie's amazing, but they also have an Ezra Miller problem, and that he's fucking crazy. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So. I don't know, and uh, we'll talk about what James Gunn is going to be doing to the DC Universe a little bit later. McFarlane has announced Superpower Series 4. I love this fucking series. There are some repaints. There is Rebirth Aquaman, a new Robin, Farts, thanks, Zoe, and Black <laughs> Manta. Uh, for a Target-exclusive Build-A-Figure wave that has Cyborg as a Build-A-Figure, there is Impulse, Kyle, Kyle Rayner, a Joker, Batman, some other stuff. If you're a fan of these, they're getting a little better, but the quality's still all over the place. There's going to be two packs of Spawn Page Punchers. Mike, did you see these? Yeah, I saw those. I was like, well, too bad the figure quality on those Page Punchers looked awful. Yep. Um, if they were like a blind box of just the Page Puncher, I might bite. Mm-hmm. Nope. I don't want all the extras. Uh, <laughs> like I'm there, just like nope. Yeah, there's a deluxe repaint of Mister Freeze coming in superpowers colors. You can order it direct from McFarlane. There is DC Vampires versus Batman something or, or DC. So he wrote farts on this again. DC versus Vampires. Batman. DC fart. Who cares? You'll I'm buy like, it. I keep thinking that I wrote this, and I'm like, why did DC fart? Uh, <laughs> It's Joker and Batman. It's bloody Joker and Batman. What's notable about this is Joker comes with his green mallet that the superpowers Joker came with. And late 70s, early 80s, Joker always had it in control art. Uh, This is something that I got very excitable about. Excitable. Fuck. Um, Christopher Nolan Batman universe stuff coming from McFarland. They all look really good. Um, Two-Face doesn't have Aaron Eckhart's likeness, but I don't really care. And Bane is to build a figure. Everybody is present with the exception of Ra's al Ghul, which I get because they have to pay Liam Neeson. But they look pretty fucking cool. Not going to lie. Uh, there's more Target 60s Batman stuff coming out. I'm not going to go into details listing it. 
Uh, NECA has shown off even more obscure animated Ninja Turtles stuff, and there are rumors that Tatsu from the uh, the Ninja Turtles movies coming. Uh, apparently, he died a while ago, and his son sent pictures of turnarounds of him in the outfits so they can get the coloring right. But he couldn't remember the company because he's not an English speaker. Um, what the hell, Zoe? You put fart in everything. Um <laughs> Mike, you mentioned the Dungeons & Dragons stuff from NECA is very breakable. Please be careful. Mm-hmm. Uh, Mega Construct Snake Mountain is out. I have seen it in person for 300 and some change. And it has popped up on sale all over the place. So if you don't want to spend that full price, check Amazon. Uh, there are some sort of shipping issues with the last two Masterverse waves, which is why they kind of haven't popped up in stores consistently. This is the wave that has Zodak... Uh, Sunman, Catra, things like that. Um, and the animated Skeletor has already popped up at third-party retailers on clearance. So I got one at deep discount for like 13 bucks. Yeah, you might want to look for him uh, like at Ross Dress for Less, Ollie's, places like that. All right, I am going to jump into an actual website listing for this. There are a ton of leaks for upcoming Masterverse, Masters Universe stuff. Shadow Weaver is coming. Sunman is out. Mattel Creations is doing the Dark Lynn with the six-pack with a bendable cape. She looks which awesome. As, which at the time of uh, this actually being published will have already gone up and likely sold out. I would think so. The Masters Universe stuff sells out quickly. So be careful. Are you guys ready for a giant leaked list? Oh, yeah. From Masterverse, Classic Merman. Makes sense. No Turnia Buzzoff. Makes sense. Princess of Power, Grizzlor. Makes sense. Faker really makes sense because it's just a He-Man repaint. Revelations Clamp Tramp definitely makes sense. Horde Skeletor probably again because it's mostly a repaint. Prince Adam because it's Prince Adam. Webster, Ram Man, Clawful, and Whiplash. For Origins, we've got Point Dread with the Talon Fighter. This has been spotted in pictures, uh, so that's been confirmed. 2000X King Randor, Snake Tila, the Snake Trooper, which we've seen. Serpent Claw and Man-at-Arms. The Internian Guard Infiltrator. Your guess is as good as mine on that one. Squeeze, Spike Ore, Dragon Blast, Skeletor. Deluxe, Snake Face, Snake Manu Faces, and Duplicator. Duplicator has pictures out. Duplicator is out. Uh, Duplicator is a weird case of... He is in Wave 12... Some cases have uh, him, some have Hypno. So there are two Fuck. different Wave 12 assortments. Duplico, if you can find Wave 12. Uh, let's see if I missed anything. That's it for Masters of the Universe listings. Let me scratch through my notes. Snake Man of Arms, Farts, Farts. Uh... Okay, too much list. Super 7 Ultimates has Cliff Burton coming out. This is kind of an animated style akin to what you saw with Big E, Big E Smalls. Oh, yeah. Looks, I think it looks really fucking good. Like, I would rather they do this animated style instead of realistic because they can't get it right. 
there is a glow-in-the-dark slash coming out um i never liked the slash figure so i'm going to be skipping this one but i love their glow-in-the-dark figures now on to some sad news hasbro laid off 15 percent of their staff and apparently the people are being fired are coming out and saying how horrible it is to work for hasbro like they hang that over your heads that they're going to fire you constantly uh, apparently one of the people's let go was the sculptor for G.I. Joe and Power Rangers. Yeah, I saw that. Uh, so probably not immediately, but expect to see a quality dip in some of the product that they're overcharging you for because fuck them. Um, Yandu is coming out as a standalone figure comic Yandu from Marvel Legends. There is a Squadron Supreme two pack featuring two Squadron Supreme guys, Hyperion and doctor something or another uh there's an ant-man wave featuring new characters of egghead which josh wants because he's a mad scientist future ant-man movie king crosshair who is yellow jacket's cousin in the comic books and a thinly veiled deadshot clone and the build a figure is giant cassie who is ant-man's daughter and she's like a young avenger in the comics uh manglers came out with glass compatibility they sold out immediately so there's more manglers coming uh with some repaints and some new stuff with more numbers so everybody can get them i thought they looked cool but i didn't need another thing to collect Mm -hmm. disney has announced another toy story sequel this time tom hanks isn't coming back because he got an ending um but tim allen's coming back i don't know why the fuck they're doing this like i feel like the last two toy stories are the last toy stories but they keep it going um i enjoy the movies though i'm sorry i don't think i've seen the last one uh it's cool it's a little lighter than like the toys go to hell that whole sequence uh then diesel's doing another riddick oh wow um i've i love the riddick movies even though vin diesel's kind of getting a little long in the tooth yeah but yeah Riddick, riddick movies are good mike some news dropped today I'm going to share it with you. I want you to hold on to something, okay? Uh-oh. Some new reaction figure announcements. Are you ready? Mm-hmm. Slick Rick. Okay. A repaint, a repaint, a repaint wave of G.I. Joe figures. We get Tiger Force Snake Eyes, which he's never been in Tiger Force, whatever. Tiger Force Scarlet. Tiger Force Duke. Python Patrol Cobra Commander. Python Patrol Destro. Python Patrol Bat. Python oh. Patrol Varanus. Okay. Let me keep scrolling so I can tell you more. Definitely going to get that bat, I'm sure. There is going to be a Werewolf of London Universal Monsters. Vincent Price in grayscale. I'm pissed off that I got the regular Vincent Price. He needs to be black and white, so I got to get this one too. Svengoolie coming to reaction. Oh. A third wave of Godzilla figures has been announced. Uh, we have 1974 Godzilla, which is exciting for me. 1974 Mechagodzilla Metallic. Lipu Minya, who is Godzilla's kid. And Megalon. For reaction for Transformers, Beast Wars figures. Optimus Primal, Megatron, Black Arachnia, Cheetor. I'm changing pages here on these listings. And Dinobot. Nice. Josh? A new wave of Roger Rabbit reactions. Are you ready? Josh is ready. We've got <laughs> Eddie Valiant. 
Yes. <laughs> Judge Doom with Buzzsaw Hands and Psycho Weasel. I yeah, don't know why that's... they haven't announced uh, Jessica Rabbit and the baby. I'm thinking it's some sort of deluxe set. More Rocky Balboa figures. Big whoop, right? Don't care. Dungeons and Dragons reactions. I oh, don't know damn. if these are the movie or not. I think they are. If they're the uh, movie, I can skip it. But, you know. Efreet, Githyanki, and Sorceress. I don't know who these guys are. Jimi Hendrix, Twisted Sister, Devo. Oh, and this other thing that I forgot to mention. Uh, just Return of Living Dead. No big deal. No, he is. Hey, what? Huh? <laughs> what? Where did it? What? Just, just Return of Living Dead. Reaction figures. It's no big deal. Are there pictures or is it just listed? Just two figures. Just, just trash and suicide. I mean, it's not nothing to get crazy about. Oh. Okay, I can still do Tarman for a little while. <laughs> <laughs> um. Yeah. Okay. Uh. Fuck. <laughs> there's no. There's no pictures. They just went up for pre-order on Big Bad Toy Store. I saw it and I was like, I'm fuck this. I want them right now. I yeah. I'm actually going to Big Bad Toy Store as we speak because I'm like, well. I need to place a pre-order because uh, Return of the Living Dead. Let me check um, Deep Discount. They are usually pretty good for accidentally listing things. Let's see if they have anything. Nope. Nothing at Deep Discount. But they're up. And adding to cart. <laughs> I got two because I was like, I need one in the package, one to open. I mean, for me, it's like if the package is cool enough, I'll keep it in the package like the Mr. Bones glow in the dark. I'm like, you know what? I That's fine. I like it in the package. Uh, but most of the reaction I open. Let's but, see here. Entertainment Earth, Return of Living Dead, Zombie Suicide. That doesn't make any sense. Yeah, I was going to say suicide never turned into a zombie. Yeah. I mean, it. I mean, if they want to do like an interpret, you know, they want to interpret it and have him be a zombie. That's fine. I'm I'm down. Like zombie trash, but she'd have to be nude. Yeah, Super Seven on Entertainment Earth is the same two listings: trash and suicide. Uh, I hope they spread it out. You know, keep it going for a while. I'm fine with that. Yeah, totally cool. Or make them all now. I don't give a shit but i mean like how many times have we talked about how fucking amazing it would be if they did that i mean i know they're not going to do this but <clears throat> if they do get all of the main players uh i really want them to do a deluxe suicide car yeah like if you're if you're going to give me all of the punks you know give me the car <laughs> so i can i can roll around and have that that fantasy I had as a kid of getting Return of the Living Dead figures. I mean, I feel like there's you, a good. I was going to say, I feel like you could probably find a compatible Fortnite car and customize it. Oh, good call. I'm or start looking. Yeah, it's you. That's it's not a hard thing in the 40 years that they've been making figures in that scale. 45. You could find a, a, a Cadillac or something similar. Yeah. Um, Just paint it up. Well, let's let's just brainstorm here to kind of talk and think out loud. They could they would probably do everybody with the exception of. So you got to do Tarman at some point. Right. 
I'm gonna say zombie wise, we would get Yellow Man. Um, they'd probably just you know go full Ken, and you know he wouldn't have he'd be smooth down there. Um, it would probably be Tarman, Yellow Man, and possibly the Half Corpse. Yeah, and then what's his name as a zombie too? Um, Ernie and um. See, I'm wondering if they would actually do the that. Burn though. eyes. Like, yeah, uh, Ernie and Freddy. Ernie um, and Freddy. Like, I don't think they would make Scuzz. No. And I don't think they would make the the preppy one. And I can't imagine they would make the penthouse pet. <coughs> um, what's her name? Oh, um, my God. I can see her. In, yeah, I can't think yeah. of her freaking name. But Nob- Knob Gobbler. Yes, yeah. That, that one. Um, <laughs> but, like, all right. Spider. Trash. Yeah. Suicide. You could probably get away with multiple trashes if they wanted. Mm-hmm. Um, and then Ernie, Bert, some zombies. Freddy. Freddy. Two Freddies probably. Yeah, I mean, if you're gonna if you're gonna do Freddy, you have to have like the warehouse Freddy with the you know the uh, suspenders and the baseball cap, and then. You know, Kabuki Freddy, as he was called, with the melted eyes and the uh, fuck you jacket. Yeah, I I feel like merchandising is opened up for this. And this is a good indicator. Mm-hmm. Something must have changed. Uh, so that's really cool. Uh, maybe this means a video game. That would be, oh, that'd be fucking sweet. Oh, don't tease me. <laughs> um, but also, 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 you got to think that some of these will get the repaint treatment. Oh, yeah. Uh, there's glow definitely the going to be glow in the dark. Yep. Um, yeah. Okay. Anyways, Return of the Dead. I saw that when I was checking to see if my other pre-order had showed up at Big Bad Toy Story. And I was like, oh, Super 7, maybe there's something fun. And then I was like, holy fuck. Mike is going to shit himself. <laughs> so, yeah, um, yeah, that's pretty fucking rad. Uh, guys. Bananas. Bananas. Two topics we can talk about. We can talk about being awkward as a kid in Valentine's Day, or we can talk about what James Gunn is doing to the DC universe. What do you want to talk about? I'm good with either. Yep. I don't have any funny stories about being awkward in Valentine's Day. Oh, I was just a turd. Um, so I'd just be like, oh, he was so lovable and sad. Uh, he gave a kid a piece of lettuce for Valentine's Day. Um, James Gunn announced his slate of what's coming to the DC universe. And it seems to be a, like a 90% reboot with some carryover characters kind of remaining like Viola Davis and Peacemaker. Mm -hmm. And he did not say that Aquaman and the Flash are leaving, but that's also because they have movies coming out. So nobody knows for sure. What do you guys think? I'm excited as hell. I'll be honest. Like I, I don't hate the the DC Cinematic Universe. Um, I've actually defended it quite a bit over the years, and uh, there hasn't been one of the, the. Honestly, there hasn't really been a DC Universe movie that I've just downright hated. Um, you know, Dawn of Justice and like the Justice League are fucking train wrecks, but they're still entertaining. Um. You know, so there's nothing that I hated. And I kind of liked the fact that they were already doing like little vignettes where it was like, 
oh yeah, this Batman movie doesn't take place in the main continuity. Uh, you know, stuff like that. Like this Joker film doesn't take place in the main continuity. I was fine with that. Like just kind of jumping all over and telling whatever story they wanted. But the fact that they're going to connect everything the way they do with the, the MCU, that has me excited. I don't, I like the Snyder cut of justice league. Yeah. It's just too long. Um, like it's a good movie, but it's just, it's I, such a long movie. I watched it like a four part series and i liked right. it a lot but it was such a mess like the connective tissue was all over the place so i don't hate him for rebooting mm-hmm. um, yep. i'm gonna miss henry cavill but you yeah. know what they're a mess and if they i know the trend in superhero movies right now is to do like multiverse movies which the flash clearly is mm-hmm. um there's always room for superman to come back sure so, like when Henry Cavill returns, like when Michael Keaton comes back in the Flash, and you like shit your pants, even though we knew he was there and mm. he was coming back. When Henry Cavill inevitably does come back, it's going to be really fucking cool. Um, but I do have to say though, it is kind of shitty what Warner Brothers uh, did to the actors because, absolutely. like, yeah, I mean, yeah, you signed Henry Cavill and like Ben Affleck and Gal Gadot for multiple pictures. And like Henry Cavill, like he had to give up the Witcher season three for the supposed Superman stuff. And then it was like, oh, sorry, we don't need you anymore. After like, you know, already filming the the stinger at the end of Black Adam, like, hey, here's Superman again. And it's like, um, that's kind of a dick move, Warner Brothers. All right, Mike, you can be mad about that. But Henry Cavill took that money that Warner Brothers had to pay him. And he's making a Warhammer TV show. Oh, no, trust me, I'm excited about that. Um, but it's just, I, I, yeah, I it, still think it's a dick move to be like, oh, you're doing this show that you really like. And you've talked about in many interviews, how much you love the video game of. Yeah. Well, we need you to do some Superman movies with us. And he's like, all right, I'm signed on. And they're like, yeah, you know what? Fuck off. Yeah. That, <laughs> like, that was bullshit. Um, yeah. I hope you got paid handsomely for that fuck off. And I thought the Witcher sucked. See, I haven't watched it, but I also haven't played the game. So I'm not so, really, you know, invested. I think Henry Cavill is such a super nerd. He's going to be fine. And he's going to have to try really hard to kind of lose our goodwill. Mm -hmm. So wherever he pops up, I'm there. I think he's a super cool dude. Um, I'm more concerned about two things that I hope they get right. It seems like the non tentpole DC things, they have a great handle on it. And I'm very excited to like the authority Mm -hmm. uh, swamp thing, which is probably my favorite comic book character of all time mm. uh especially for dc it's swamp thing and daredevil i love them both so like anything that's bringing them back i'm stoked for uh i want i don't want super serious dark batman anymore i'm fucking sick of it <laughs> stop like that's why i hate the new batman with josh the more i sit and think about it i just don't like it i'm i'm totally the odd man out on this one <laughs> um I just I, want... I get the people that like it dark and gritty. I do. But I need I need just a little bit of camp in my Batman. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Or like it can be fun, right? It can be dark and fun. Look at the animated series. Yeah. That I, I mean I, that's the that's the quintessential Batman yeah, form. They don't get that balance and it drives me crazy. And for Superman, something they have never gotten right, it's an action comic it's action comics yet it's never action-packed 
Yeah. Like, there's no excuse anymore. They have the capability to make an action film with Superman that's fun and light, and it's not fucking dark and grim. I want to see him punching robots and doing crazy shit because he's Superman. I don't want to see him brooding about Lois Lane or his parents or Krypton. Like, I want to see him fucking punch Bizarro and fight Dollman and do that crazy shit. Not, I, I, you know, ugh. I want to see his lesser known superpowers being used, like rainbow fingers and puking up mini Superman. Yeah. I want a five minute segment of just him watching women in the shower. <laughs> no, seriously, you guys know about rainbow finger fingers and mini Superman, right? Yep. I want him. I want him to use his weird cellophane. Yes. Um, <laughs> and also something that they never seem to get right is Jimmy Olsen, who is like a great comedic foil for Superman because he's such a shithead. <laughs> and like, I hope that they get it right this time around. Finally. Um, I just love the comic book covers of like Superman's pal, Jimmy Olsen, which they never age well. And they're just really funny. Um, I have faith in James Gunn. I don't love everything he's done, but I love the most. I love most of his stuff, which is like better than most people they brought on for these movies. So, um, yeah, I'm I'm a pretty big James Gunn fan overall. So I'm trying I'll, to think of anything he's done that I didn't like. I'm, I'm looking him up now. Like, have you ever seen the specials? The specials. He made a superhero so. movie in the early 2000s. That's fucking amazing. Uh, let me see. I've seen Super, which I love. Yep. Um, Slither, obviously, love that. Dawn of the Dead, he wrote the screenplay. Uh, let me see. Where's just director? I mean, he did a lot of fun stuff with, uh, you know, with Troma. He gets a really funny call out in um, Nukem High Volume 2, Part 2. Mm-hmm. Which, by the way, watch. It is... <laughs> fucking insane uh i don't like i haven't liked the last few lloyd kaufman movies mm. uh i kind of feel like he just lost his touch after citizen toxie and i thought the last um i thought poltergeist was good but then i thought uh nukem high was bad nukem high volume two is bonkers in amazing ways because uh, uh, he finally uses like cgi and special mm. effects like they became affordable for him and it's just the funniest goddamn thing ever Nice. Sorry, that was me. It has a really funny James Gunn joke in it that uh, really cracked me up, and it was cool. Um, I hope they know what they're doing, and I hope they kind of remember to make these movies marketable for toys again, which is another thing that kind of has slipped away. Mm-hmm. There's not colorful villains. Like, I hate that I go and look at the Batman toys that are out there, and it's the fucking penguin, but it's not even a fun penguin. It's just a fat guy in suspenders. Which seemed, yeah, I, even even the Catwoman figure is kind of boring. They just didn't do the Riddler. Now, I beg to differ on that fat guy in suspenders not being a fun figure. Because I bought him for three bucks, and I have had endless fun tormenting my wife with him. Because every time she doesn't know, like, like she's not expecting it, I put, put him on her shoulder and go, give me some gabagool. And she gets pissed <laughs> off at me. Um, <laughs> but for a kid, wouldn't you be disappointed? You're like, oh, I thought I was going to get the Joker. Yeah, yeah, no. He doesn't have a weapon, <laughs> nothing. He's just kind of like, what is this? Like, they didn't make the... I don't know why they didn't make the real. Probably because they didn't want to spoil the movie. Right. Um, They need to kind of get back to that. And I hope they do. And I, I, I trust in James Gunn. 
Yeah, uh, no, I, I think he'll he'll bring he'll bring the fun. I mean, he, the Suicide Squad and Peacemaker, if there are any indication of what he has planned for the DC universe, like I think we're gonna we're gonna be in for a wild ride. He's got a DC Monsters cartoon, and they're all cross pollinating. Mm-hmm. And if they're not, they're labeled Elseworlds. Another thing that he mentioned is coming back, and it's not going away. Is Teen Titans Go? Yes. He name dropped that, and I was like, oh, thank God. Mm-hmm. Um, which is great. But he said the that can go forever. Yeah, a- absolutely. I the love Batman movies, the current Batman movies, and Teen Titans Go are Elseworlds, which fine by me. And the Keanu Reeves Constantine has not been shelved currently. Nice. Um, which I feel like would be stupid on their end to do unless Keanu Reeves has like a hundred billion dollar paycheck that they have to give him to come back. Um, I love that fucking movie. Oh so, yeah. No, the first Constantine was great. Um, I don't think it gets nearly enough credit. But, yeah. He's uh, not British, but it's everything else is perfect. Yeah. So no, I I'm really looking forward uh, to the authority movie and I'm really hoping that they do planetary as well, yeah. man. I got to get the, the authority comics before that movie comes out. It's on my list. Like, I got to catch up on Midnighter. Mm-hmm. Um, although I'm afraid that it's going to ruin the movie for me if they get some sort of details wrong. And I'm such a fan of the characters. I'm going to be like, ah, fuck. He's not straight or, you know, like whatever they do. Right. Well, see, know, I feel like okay. James Gunn is good enough at getting close to the source material, close enough to make like make it palatable for the general public. Yeah. And appeasing to hardcore fans to a degree. And yeah. I'll be honest, like I might be in the minority on this one, but I, I never want a direct like one for one adaptation. I always want, you know, add something new. Give me something that's either a little bit different or a little unexpected. It's kind of like with the Walking Dead television show. There was a lot of people that were pissed off that it didn't follow the comics directly. What I loved about it was the fact that it kept me guessing. Um, and a lot of the storylines, like the threads were still there. It might have happened to a different character than it happened to in the comic book. But certain like big beat moments were still in the show. I like that. I like when you can still surprise me and do something new with the material, but still keep it true to the core. I mean, I think The Last of Us is doing beautifully with that. Yeah, I was going to say, like, The Last of Us, I feel like, is the perfect example for me. Because The Walking Dead went a bit too far off course for me. They, when they started killing characters because actors were like, I want to go to college and pretty much fundamentally changing the course of the show for the worse. Mm. Uh, that's when I got a little upset. Just me. I Not mean, to, I, I look at it this way. The same, I look at it the same way. I look at remakes. Like I still got the comic books. Yeah, that also yep. true. Yep. I think it was, I, I mean, honestly, I, it was the governor for me. The governor was very different, like very different as, as you both know, but I, I didn't hate the television version. I, I thought as an interest, I thought he was an interesting villain, but I can definitely understand where you're coming from, Josh, because he, he was such a drastically different character. Yeah, and that they, was, that was definitely my moment of like, especially by the end of the governor's arc. I was just like, nope, I'm out. And they yeah. couldn't make him a rapist. Oh, yeah, no, no, which no. Was, that, <laughs> that is fine. Well, yeah. it's an essential part of the character because you get Michonne's revenge, which me and Mike had a discussion about how we hate that um, in movies, but it was implied. It wasn't really shown. Yeah. Um, but 
she sticks a spoon up his ass and scoops his eyeball out with that same spoon. Yeah. Uh, as a great, like, <laughs> incredible you, fuck you to the character. Do you want pink eye? Because that's how you get pink eye. And pretty much setting up Michonne as that person you don't fuck with. Yeah. But then they write her out of the show later. Yeah. And it's just but like, no, I thought, uh, I think, I think the last of us is doing it just fucking perfectly. Oh God. Yes. Uh, I, I haven't watched episode four yet. Um, but, uh, ep- you know, episode five came out early too. Oh shit. Okay. So I'm two episodes. So that was out, that was out, uh, Friday. Okay. So I am officially two episodes behind then. Um, but I watched the first three and the first two are so close to the video game that it almost was bordering on that like one to one like holy shit this looks just like the game um especially the scene in the in the truck uh yeah. which just felt like it was the scene from the video game and it had it definitely had me tense as hell which so kudos on them but i loved the the spots where they veered away and like that like they gave us um oh, i'm gonna forget her fucking name now but um joel's girlfriend when they first leave with ellie tess uh, thank you they give us more time with her, which I thought was interesting. Um, and obviously, I'm not going to ruin it, but episode three, holy, holy shit. Like, such a good episode. Yeah. But again, drastically different from the game. While still being true to the characters. Yep, yep. And, they, and they've already confirmed that not only are they doing, you know, season two, but season two is just The Last of Us Part Two. Oh, man. Oh, boy. We're going to be in for a long emotional ride. <laughs> um, You know what? And it's okay if a show ends after two seasons. Yeah. Yep. It, it doesn't have to go forever. And they just announced that the boys are going to continue past season four. Although they also did announce that uh, The Last of Us, uh, the third video game is not off the table. Oh. But they did. They did also say that they currently have no idea for it. Oh no, no. The, and the, that, I, the the writer did say he has an outline. Oh, did he? Yeah, yeah. No, because I was reading an interview with him, and he was saying that he has an outline. It's just nothing is set in stone. Gotcha. Because I the the what I heard Dreckman saying about it was basically that uh, he had ideas, but like the the first two games were point blank stories about love mm-hmm. and without that same motivation there's no point in doing a third one and they don't have that motivation yet mm-hmm. um i wish i could find it i'm trying to find it now because the the, the interview i was reading with him because they were asking specifically with the uh with the remake of the first game and um with the the television show is there any hope for a third one and he was saying that uh he does have an outline and they have an idea, but nothing is is truly set in stone. So, and again, with the way Naughty Dog takes forever to create a game, um, we probably wouldn't see the third game for like another five years. <laughs> so, because they they take freaking forever to make a game. And granted, they're amazing games, but they take a long time. But they're yeah, but yeah, they are worth the wait though. Yeah. It's, it's kind of like old school Blizzard games. Like sometimes it would take, you know, six, seven years between sequels. But when you got the sequel, you were quite happy. Am I crazy? I'm not crazy. I've told you guys I didn't think it was the best game in the world. Don't hate me. But The Last of Us? Yeah. Did you play both of them? 
played the first one. I wasn't impressed to the point where I didn't want to play a second. Wow. That that does honestly that does surprise me. Um but I've mentioned like I have a love of exploring in video games. Mm. And The Last of Us wasn't an exploration game, even though it was sort of open world and you could go where you wanted to go, there was never a reason to go off a path. There's never anything to see. It was just dead space. Um an occasional collectible comic book, that was it. Whereas see, like um other games encourage you to like look under this or go over here or go off the map for a collectible. Mm-hmm. Um, that wasn't part of the game. So I played, you know, I played through it for the story. And even then I was just sort of like, hmm. oh, okay. I, I, I loved the story. I love the story in both, but the second one, and, and I know I, I was talking about this at the party. So I'm sure you heard me saying this, but I know what happens. Yeah. But I mean, I'm not going to ruin it for anyone listening, but, but my point is like, that is the only video game. Uh, that that first of all that ever made me ugly cry uh but second like it left me so stunned as the credits rolled that i didn't i didn't do anything i just kind of sat there weeping <laughs> like it was like holy shit it was i i will never forget getting to the end of that first game and i i know mike and i disagree on this <laughs> yep but i got to the end of the first game and I felt almost empty. Like, it it affected me in such a way that, like, when the credits rolled, I just sort of set the controller down and stared at the credits and, like, wrestled with the fact that in my head I'm like, I think I fucking hate the character that I just played as. <laughs> yeah. And, like, it, it sat, like, I sat with it. And, yep. you know, I recently, right before Assembly Required, I finished playing through it for... Actually, I think it was only the second time I fully played through it. Mm-hmm. Uh, and when I got to the end, I had that same feeling. Like, where it that that final scene... I won't won't go into detail, but that final scene between Joel and Ellie, where he's just like, yep. That's what happened. I'm just like, fuck, (laughs) fuck. But see now, I did this to myself. To be fair, I have discussed how I love stories where no one is a good guy. Those are some of my favorite stories where it's like it dares you to empathize with assholes. (laughs) Like I love those types of stories. Like. Yeah, I I understand his choices, but I don't agree with them or think he's right for them. Fuck him. <laughs> See, that's exactly how I felt about Ellie in the second one. I'm like, because like I got I, it, I understood, but I'm like, no, don't do that. Oh yeah, no. By like in in the second one, uh, oh what what's Abby? Abby, yep. Uh, no, in the in the second one, like. Anytime I was playing as Abby, I was just like, going to get you, bitch. (laughs) (laughs) You know, I I find it so funny because so many people hated Abby, uh, like so many gamers. And I'm like, how? The the writing is so fucking good that it should like it forces you to see like why she's on the revenge kick that she's on. 
as well as why Allie's on the revenge kick she's on. Like, if you can't see both sides of that story, it's like you're you're willfully blind to it because that it's so perfectly written. Oh no, it absolutely is. Like, I there was, I mean, through through the majority of the game, I was playing it, going like, "Fuck, Ellie, you're you're on the you're on the wrong path, Ellie. Mm-hmm. Fuck, you're on the wrong path." But then equally, then like. I get over to Abby that was equally Yep. You're on the wrong path. And my entire entire mood was just like, I'ma get you, bitch. <laughs> Fuck you. I'ma get you. <laughs> you you killed my friends. You came after my dog. Fuck you. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I oh, I really want to replay those games, but I'm uh, kind of pivoting, uh, still staying on video games, but pivoting off of that for a second. I'm currently uh, playing through the Dead Space remake, and oh boy, like that's something that needs a proper movie. Did that? Like, that's that's next on my list. Did that asteroid minigame get fixed? Yes, is it, it did. Still impossible. It is not in the game. Oh, thank God. They have. There is. A, there is a challenge. Like there is a a a, a thing you do. I don't want to ruin it for you, uh, but. It's nowhere near as difficult and nowhere near as punishing. It's confusing. So you'll probably uh, screw up on your first run because I didn't know what the hell I was supposed to do. Like they tell you and then you kind of have to figure it out. And I, I ran out of time. Um, but then like once I realized what I was supposed to do, it was like, oh, OK. And I knocked it out in like 10 seconds. Good. So uh, uh, if I can't figure it out, like via a guide online, if it's just like get good at it, like. I can't. Uh, honestly, <laughs> if, if, you, if you're playing it and you get to that part and you just text me, I can explain it. Um, okay. um, but I will say the, the one really, really big improvement is all the scenes in Zero Gravity where you would just kind of like jump from one ledge to another in the original game. You actually get to fly around and use the boosters like in part two and three. So it's it, it's a very cool three-dimensional space. However, trying to navigate that uh, after using edibles is very confusing. So, because I was like, I don't know which way is up. I'm very lost. And uh, just just to jump backwards for a moment to to The Last of Us, just for a split second, and then to jump even further back mm-hmm. into Neca. What the fuck is Neca thinking? Not only taking forever to release the Joel and Ellie figure two pack, but only doing fucking Joel and Ellie when they could easily do runners, clickers, bloaters, and the Rat King. Right. I don't know. Yeah, I did actually see the the Joel and Ellie two pack. Um, it's it's nice, but it's not that's not something I'm getting. Especially not for the price point. No, no. I mean, again, like everything NECA, the sculpting, gorgeous, the paint job, gorgeous, the packaging, gorgeous. I don't trust the quality of the figures. Nope. You know, now, if you if you had a clicker. I might have to purchase it only because I fucking love the designs of those things. Uh, but yeah, I'd still be worried about it. Yeah, but NECA is being really weird with their releases lately. Mm. Um, who knows why, to be honest. I would rather that they don't come out instead of them coming out and being super breakable. Yeah. Yeah. Well, also, while we're on the topic of NECA, how come they have not done an alien or predator Toonie Terrors? I don't know. Like, they do everything else with those two licenses. Why have we not got Toonie Terrors? I would love a Toonie Terrors alien. Uh, so would I. 
But at the same time, I'm fine with them taking a break on merchandise because God knows I spent enough money on their stuff, especially <laughs> Aliens and Predator. Because mm-hmm. uh, there really hasn't, they've only had one Alien release in 2022, and that was the uh, the video game figures. Oh, yeah. Which which is fine. And the Predators have just been updates of the Lost Tribe. And one new deluxe Stoneheart Predator. That's it. So I, I know the Prey Predator is coming at some point, which I'm also mad. I have to look. I want a DVD of that. Yeah. But it's a Hulu movie, and they don't do Blu-ray releases. So I think I have to get, like, a Region 2 um, uh, to kind of fill that collection. Because if Hulu ever goes out, then I'm shit out of luck and I don't have the new Hellraiser. I don't have Prey, um, Little Monsters. There's some movies that I'd love to kind of have a uh, Blu-ray release of. But that's right. Um, Quick news here, and then I guess we'll jump into the Hall of Fame and wrap it up. It hasn't been a really funny episode this week, but we'll get back to it. Don't worry. Uh, images just came out of the never-released Wave 3 of Primal Age DC figures from Funko. And, Remember those? and Wave 4. Oh. Oh. Uh, and a handful of other things from Reese. If you go to his Instagram. I am on Toysha's. Uh, hold on a second. I'll say, what, what's the Instagram R-E-I. that I need to be looking for? R E I. R E I S O B R I E N. Reese O'Brien. R-E-I-S-O-B-R-I. Let's all look at these right now. Yeah. So we have Ninja Batman, Cyborg with the changeable hand gimmick, Doomsday, Supergirl, Chitara, or Cheetah, sorry, a shark for King Shark to ride on, Clark Kent, the blacksmith with a hammer for a hand, and a Fortress of Solitude playset. Oh, that Fortress of Solitude is pretty sweet. Uh, yeah, it is. He loves the Super Bowl. He's a Chiefs fan. Legos. Da, 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 da. All right, we have. That Ares? Ares. Catwoman. Green Arrow. Black Flash. Shazam. And Deathstroke Terminator. A black saber-toothed cat for Catwoman, I'm guessing. And let's see if anything else popped up. I'm kind of glad this didn't come out because. Oh, the Mad Max ones. Oh, fuck. yeah. Yeah, I would have loved okay. those. Yeah. <laughs> From Fury Road. So there's Furiosa, Immortan Joe, and Max. That's fucking awesome. Is there any more that I'm looking at, Josh? I think that's all he's posted so far. Um. Josh, I'm so sorry. I forgot to plug this earlier. Log is on sale. Oh, no. No worries. Yes, there is Log in the shop. It's slightly new. Buy it. www.pickmansvinyls.bigcartel.com um, I will be ordering tonight. I wish I had waited. And I could oh, have you done... I mean, go, go ahead. Wait. Okay. I'll... We'll talk later. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Uh, just for the shipping, or I'll order it. Well, and I've got. It and like, I'll put it. Me. I'll yeah. I'll put it this way. I've got. I've got new silicone coming tomorrow, and I'm. I'm testing out. Uh, a a new articulation system with the Crypt Keeper, so there will potentially be a Crypt Keeper 2.0 that I'm going to be shipping you. 
Okay, I'll take the test shot, Crypt Keeper 2.0. So, yeah, yeah, I uh, just, uh, yeah. You know, if you, you feel like, oh, I should test this on some spider heads or whatever. Just think of you know, there, I am pretty sure uh, this is, I, I'm pretty sure I'm going to make new molds for the spider head with that new resin because, oh boy, it's good. Shut up and take my money. <laughs> okay. Are you guys ready for the Hall of Fame and we will close up shop? Indeed. I'm I'm not, but I can be. <laughs> I will get to you last. How about that? Woohoo! So, Mike, congratulations. Voltron won. Yeah. You knew it would. <laughs> um, I know. I was I was uh I was dropping a bomb there. There was uh, some movement for a little bit of time that me and Josh's picks were in first place, but then Voltron, everybody saw Voltron just sort of like steamrolled it. So because of that, you get to pick first birthday boy. Well, I'm going to go the opposite end of the spectrum. I went with a giant figure. Now I'm going to go with a very small figure, but I'm going to go with monster in my pocket. You motherfucker. The Baba Yaga. Oh, because I remember this figure freaking me the hell out as a kid. It was one of those uh, one of the few monster in the pocket figures that I just thought looked creepy as hell. So Baba Yaga, it is. Uh, She comes out of a boiling cauldron. Mm -hmm. Great, great figure. Uh, She gets kind of overshadowed by a few other characters in that first assortment. In particular, the behemoth, yeah, uh, the great beast, great beast, and the, the werewolf, jo- the Jotun troll, as well as always, uh, yeah, or Jotun troll, or however you say Jotun it. troll, um, Jotun troll. I got excited, so uh, I've been going to a lot of dollar stores lately, and in the Easter section, they're se- they're setting up in Dollar Tree. They have puppy in my pocket and unicorn in my pocket, like they paid for some company MGA. Mm. paid for the rights to use the in my pocket branding so immediately i was like if dollar tree gets monster in my pocket it's over oh shit i'm gonna yeah. be buying so much shit it didn't happen yet um but if those come back ooh, baby i mean yeah. at a dollar a figure like yeah yeah uh i'll buy too much especially if there's random colorways mm-hmm. um i am gonna pick per our conversation with uh marbles aeroplane uh lobot matt lemay uh <laughs> i am gonna nominate a figure so rare that it never pops up anywhere when i got lucky and got a complete set i'm gonna nominate the sunco freaked alex winters ricky figure from oh, hideous wow. mutant freaks um i have a set mine his foot broke and i have it glued back on with gorilla glue and it looks like shit um so hopefully someday i'll find a new ricky but i bought i found him in pieces i found three of them and then i found the cowboy uh at a flea market once and i kind of completed my set that way but super rare i don't think they're really collectible like i don't think there's a market for people who want to spend thousands of dollars on these but it's cool it's rare it's not going to win it's not going to be baba yaga but i want to destroy it because it's been on my mind Nice. Josh, Josh, Josh. Well, I'm going to go ahead and I'm going to go 
For me, an easy route, because uh, I'm staring right at the modern one, I'm going to go with Vintage Tongue Lasher. Oh. Uh, <laughs> that, and the winner is... Because <laughs> what other toy can lick your other toys? Venom. <laughs> yeah, I got it. What other vintage toy can lick your other toys ah, in a really creepy snake way? Hmm. You the know, only... I don't have tongue lasher anymore, but that gives me ideas. So you, you know what that? Uh, the only other toy I can think of that could do that is you guys remember the weird little like frog rubber toys you could squeeze and the little like tongue would flick out? Oh yes. yeah, the uh, <laughs> the starfish punchers. Exactly. Yeah, they like these squish spiders. Yep. Yeah, they sure do. <laughs> I love those things. I just <laughs> punched my brother in the face with those to the point where he would snap and rip the tongue out. But it was it was worth it for like that three minutes of hilarity. <laughs> oh, I loved those toys. A uh, little bit of news, not that it's super important. I gave He Man Rick the bulk of my vintage He Man collection. Um, he didn't pay. For, well, he paid for it, so it wasn't like I gave it to him for free. But he bought, I had three um, PowerCon figures that he missed that he never got. So he got Slime Pit He-Man, CamoCon, and Red Beast in the classic style that he was missing from his collection. I had for a long time on my wall. And my 2000X and my vintage figures, which were in storage in my attic. And it was just one of those things where it's like, I'm never going to put these out. Mm. Why am I holding on to him? And it's like at least Rick would put them in his display. Yeah, but I kind of felt like I'm being greedy, keeping somebody from having these in their collection. So I let I asked Rick if he wanted them. He did. We came to an agreement. Uh, so I thought like it was worth it. So nice. Rick, yeah, he doesn't really listen to the podcast, but enjoy him anyways, dude. Um, you deserve it. He's got Detolfs for all of his He-Man stuff, and he's like putting a display together. Um, so he's this year, he's going to be working on a vintage He-Man collection. I was talking to him and like me, he likes to start at the hearted stuff first and go backwards. So he's looking at like by Tano tops, uh, like the dinosaur vehicles from like the tail end, Mm -hmm. 2000 X like that, not 2000 X, um, new adventures, like crazy hard to find shit and, uh, best of luck, Rick. Because it's one of those things also, I'm never going to complete the vintage He-Man collection. And these weren't my original He-Mans from when I was a kid because I beat them up. These yeah. are all like, I yeah. found them secondary. And it's like, I kept the Grizzlor, I kept the Trapjaw, I kept the Stinkor, I kept the Mossman. I'm good. You know, so uh, he's got them. That's all. <laughs> nice. Yes. Ha 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 ha. Right. Um, all right, guys. We'll be back next week. And Same. full of beef. Yes. <laughs> Lots of Valentine's Day beef for all of us. Mmm. <laughs> yummy. Valentine's beef. <laughs> <laughs> that reminds me, I have to watch my bloody Valentine tonight. Oh, uh, yeah. this is And this is Josh reminding, reminding you to eat your side of beef. <laughs> This Valentine's Day, Josh Shepard gives you some red meat. Tenderloin. Oh. <laughs> Josh Shepard's bologna sandwich. 
<laughs> Nothing says love like a mouthful of Josh's baloney. Happy Valentine's Day. <laughs> oh, it's funny because it's true. You know, now you need to to sculpt a tiny just roll of baloney and just release it as Josh's baloney. Yeah, why are you doing log? Why don't you do baloney? <laughs> oh my god, baloney log. <laughs> <laughs> Josh's baloney log. <laughs> it's just it's it's just log in a bag labeled baloney. I will seriously pay for a, a muscle pink log mm-hmm. with a baloney header on it. That would be amazing. It's just that's fucking hilarious. <laughs> oh, yeah, it is. Just do Pikmin's in like the Oscar Meyer font, you know? Yeah, perfect. <laughs> baloney. Why is baloney so funny? My baloney has the first name. It's L O G. And now I'm just picturing Zim with the, I'm delicious. Well, at least I have yes. a title for the episodes, Josh. I'm delicious. <laughs> do you guys like bologna? I actually do. I do not. I liked it as a kid, and then I just I hit a point where I realized what it was, and I was like, no, I don't want bologna. As we've discussed, I have an old man palate. I like fried bologna and onions. So, yeah, I'm an old man. You like, like pimento loaf and fruitcake? And... <laughs> actually, yes. What don't you like, Mike? Um, <laughs> you know, surprisingly, there's not much, uh, which accounts for my size. But <laughs> uh, the only, surprisingly, the, the main thing that I dislike that a lot of people are usually shocked by is Jello. Um, I I hate Jello with a passion, and it's it's totally a textural thing. I can't stand it. Um, Jello jigglers, any kind of Jello, I'm just not down. <laughs> it says I don't like it. Anything that has that like snot consistency, I'm like, nope, I'm good. Uh, so yeah, like raw oysters and clams are also out of it. I'm like, nope, nope, I'm good. Don't like. Do those. you like any of those sweeter summer salads that have like marsh like marshmallows and Jello in them? No, nah, no, nah, not, not a fan. Not a fan of those. Um, but yeah, I mean, uh, there's. I only have a very small list of things I won't try as well. Like I won't eat eyeballs. That's not going to happen. So any of like the fish eye soup stuff like that? No, not you know happen. most people don't even have an answer for a que- this question that involves eyeballs, but you've thought of it. <laughs> oh, I have because I've had so many other bizarre foods, and you're like, you know, I'd eat monkey brain soup like in Temple of Doom, but the eyeballs are too much. <laughs> See now, That's I would bridge tr- too I, far. I would try brain. I would try brain. Um, because I've tried a lot of other organ meats, but I, I have not tried brain yet. I also will not eat any kind of like Rocky Mountain oyster, no testicles, no pig uterus, none of that. That's not happening. So those yeah. we- weird, uh, you know, Appalachian <laughs> fried lamb balls. No, not going to happen. Yeah, that we use every part of the body. Yeah, no, I'm not. I'm not down with that. Um, yeah. And, and there's a lot of bugs that I'd be like, no, I'm not trying that. I have had certain bugs. I've, I've, I've had, had cicadas I've had... and I've had ants yeah i've had ants um i have not had crickets or grasshopper or anything like that but i would be willing to try 
Um, but no, I'm not eating arachnid. Like I, I see people that are like, you know, oh look, it's a dried zebra tarantula. Fuck that. No, I'm not eating that. You've never had like the sucker with the scorpion inside of it? No, no, no desire. Have you ever had Josh? You know, I I, I I've been waiting uh, to try that, but no, no, I haven't had any. Um, I've heard he's got like an herby kind of taste to him, like you're getting a a rosemary chicken at um, <laughs> Wegman's. <laughs> Nice slow uh, cook seasons. Once again, we're back to Josh Baloney. <laughs> <laughs> Baloney, <laughs> he's not even listening to us. Uh, no, I, I kind of zoned out because I'm really hungry and I didn't want to lose my appetite. All right. Oh, sorry, guys. <laughs> we'll get out of here. <laughs> this is I'm talking about gross food over here. <laughs> yeah, I, that's I, I very purposely. I was just like, I'm just gonna scroll and kind of zone. <laughs> This is Mike telling you to eat your bologna. Bologna is good for you. It's full of Testicles. vitamin K. Testicles. <laughs> All right, everybody. Bye. Bye. Testicles. Creepy.com on the World Wide Web. Must I say it again? Did you not listen? Count Creepy. C-O-U-N-T-K-R-E-E-P-Y. Ah.